it is very expensive to date. You know? Yeah. It's expensive to have a female companion. Or a male companion. Yeah, we don't judge. No, I mean like a male companion. Like if you if you hired someone who delivers okay. mail. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, we're about to start the podcast. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Doing well, doing well. It's a it's a pretty pretty nice day outside, you know. It's finally it's finally springtime, you know. Let's open up these blinds a little bit. Just uh, open yeah. Oh my god. Oh snap. Oh hello. It's a huge, it's a huge cloud. <clears throat> we changed cloud. Changed the setting a little bit today just cuz uh Not that you could see us. Yeah, not, <laughs> not that you could see us, but I mean, if we really wanted to, I guess we could, you know. Yeah. Do we really want to, though? Probably not, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't mind, but we've already started, so we've, might as well continue. Yeah, we might as well continue. Yeah, so it is, what's today's date? It's April 7th. 7th. But you don't know that. Right. Well, um, I mean, you know now, since we just told you. So. Yeah, so now that I'm you sorry. know. sorry. I like yeah. face. Thanks. Um, He's talking to the audience. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit of a narcissist sometimes, so... I think compliments that are directed to other people are directed to me. And, uh... You need to get yourself together, man. Yeah, I do. I do. <clears throat> like, there was one time we were at uh, Forever 21, and this guy says, Ooh, this looks cute. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it was like a fucking little dress he was talking about <laughs> for a customer. Oh, I thought you were talking about for himself. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Was it Andrew? Yeah, yeah, it was Andrew. Yeah, it was our cousin or my cousin, my, my yeah. brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's uh, hey man, like you said, we don't th- we don't judge. I don't judge. We don't own gavels to judge. So right. <clears throat> I didn't go to law school. I didn't get my bar or whatever the f- past the bar or past the bar. Yeah. yeah, I've gone to bars. You jumped the broom though, and you tied a knot. So yeah, that's it has nothing to do with it though. Yeah, it doesn't, but... Uh, I mean, it's the closest you've ever gone to court. That is true. I, I actually did go to court for that. Yeah. Yeah, so... <clears throat> anyway, uh, so today's podcast uh, is brought to you by Nothing. We don't have any sponsors yet, but I just thought I would mention that. He's practicing for when we do have sponsors. Yeah, you know. Um, just getting in, you know, it's good to get into motions and... They say fake it till you make it. So as long as I could kind of like get the practice in and yeah. So I mean, we might as well just say that this this podcast is sponsored by Hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good sponsor, dude. Yeah, it's not sponsored, but we just want them to. Right. So Hot Cheetos, if you're listening, we want you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Viagra too. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so I want to. I kind of want to actually talk about something that I've had on my mind all Shoot. week long, Shoot. and that's uh, words that I hate. I hate words uh, in the English language, like photographer. I hate that title. Just the word itself is. It's really weird. Like, like you, you hate it phonetically? Yeah, or? phonetically. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny as fuck. Like the word music producer or the term music, like that sounds, it flows nice, you know? Mm. The word photographer, it's like photographer, you kind of got to swallow it's it. It's a choppy you know? ass word. That you know? is true. Yeah. 
uh, picture producer. I want to start using that instead. Pic- <laughs> picture producer. Photo producer. <laughs> yeah, that is true because like like even like all the graphers uh, are just kind of a choppy ass thing, and they get mixed up. Like yeah. I still don't know the difference between the. Well, I guess you could kind of make the case that a cinematographer is different than a videographer, but in essence, they're kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. So why the why do they use two different terms for that? Cinematographer, <clears throat> video. I mean, I guess just one is more preferred over another. Yeah. One I guess it, it depends on who you talk to. Like, yeah. Peter McKinnon, he's a cinematographer, but he was a video. I guess, I don't know. If you're doing it artistically, it's a cinematographer, but if you're doing it like just to do it, then it's a videographer. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess it makes sense. Like if you're just recording a wedding yeah, with your dumb Sony Handycam <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Your grandma could be a videographer. Yeah. The iPhone 5 or something. Yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> but speaking of Peter McKinnon, did you see those new ND filters that he got? Yeah. Uh, those look pretty cool. I, I want one, but I don't I don't have $200. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which one would you get, the the lower stop one or the higher stop one? Because there's one that's like 2 there's to 5. One, yeah, one it's to 2 five. to 5 and then yeah. like 6 to 10 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. And then there's a 2-pack, which has both of them. Yeah, that would be sick. That would be sick. I would probably get the 2 to 5. Although, if I used exposure compensation down five stops, I could probably achieve the exact same look right. and feel. I haven't tried it yet, but I guess that could also bring me to 10. So having the second filter would kind of be worthless. And I would be able to see the last five stops. Right. <laughs> and then like for the, the what is it, the six th- or five through nine stops or whatever, like you pretty much have to have like a f1.2 lens and like you'd have to have a really fast lens to begin with to like 1.2 or less and like you know do you have anything like that i have a one four but uh explain your science behind this so there's le- there's more light coming in so uh-huh. like if you want to get more of those bulky balls bulky balls <laughs> you want to uh you 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 would want to take it a few more stops down compared to like if you had a two point. Oh, I see what eight. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean, I guess that's the logic. Is that's at least how I heard it from him and his explanation of the product. But uh, yeah, I digress. It's cool products though. It looks they look super legit. I saw like the the uh, the the product videos from from who who's the company that makes them. Uh, Pro, no, I was gonna say Pro Photo, but that's not it. It's I, I know who you're talking about, but I just I can't. Yeah, I could look it up, but it was right Apple esque. It's, it's not really worth looking up right now. No, it's not. It's not. You can look it up if you want. Yeah, you can look it up if you want. It's very Apple esque. Uh, the one mm-hmm. thing that it did kind of annoy me with, I don't know if you have the same sentiment, but it's just a pet peeve of mine now that you know I'm a musician. And I'm a I guess quote unquote music producer or whatever. <clears throat> I hate the. The fucking boom boom bap rock and roll kind of country guitar twang music that they're using all these product fucking placement videos 
It's like You mean the one he uses for his intro? (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's using those type of freaking like instrumentals and you have the fucking vocals in like It's like chill dude like (laughs) is is that the only thing that people are playing nowadays? Like (laughs) I mean it sounds cool. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm just saying it's very overused and it's not, it's not unique anymore. It's, uh, I never really noticed it to be honest. Well, you're going to notice it now. I probably will. Yeah. Ford uses it for trucks. Chevy uses him. Fucking probably hot Cheetos uses them too. <laughs> Chester cheetah. <laughs> extra, extra hot, hot Cheetos. <laughs> like it's like such a it's so generic oh now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's the one pet peeve of that product video that that they had. But yeah, but it's a cool product nonetheless. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's just uh, like I said. And then I think that they pretty much revolutionized. Not really revolutionized necessarily, but. Uh, really did a great job with reinventing the wheel on that. Oh, sure. Because like they yeah. had, I mean, there was a ND filters, variable ND filters that were already made, and they're just like, why do we have to keep on spinning it until like it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they just fix that that one issue. Yeah. That variable ND filters have. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't either. But like, if you watch Peter McKinnon's video. You'll understand it. Yeah, like I have a variable ND filter for that uh, lens that I have. It's like an anamorphic lens adapter for my iPhone. And like when you twist it, it'll it'll go all the way to the highest, you know, darkness or whatever. I don't know what the fucking terms are. But then it gets to a certain point where you pass it and then the two filters crisscross and you get this big X in your image. Yeah, there you go. And it's like it just looks weird. So I guess, yeah, yeah they, they fixed that a little bit, which is cool. But anyway, we've ta- spent a lot of time talking about other people's products and, uh, you know, but, well, uh, you know what I just realized, dude, what? <laughs> you're going to laugh. Uh, I have auto tune on. <laughs> I was wondering why it sounded all weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's great. Hey, it's a good way to start the podcast, so it's going to be hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just realized that when I started doing that, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just a little bit of a uh, dis- disconnect between what I'm hearing in my ears and how I actually sound. Yeah. So. Cool. Well. Well, at least he sounded uh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we were kind of just talking about random topics throughout the week and, um, you know, uh, for example, life and shit like that. <clears throat> but aside from that, um, I actually wanted to to, meant to ask you, Adam, since you're a more experienced photographer. Obviously, I've, we've been talking behind the scenes about uh, me doing this free photo shoot for a new potential client. Just to kind of get our foot in the door and or get my foot in the door, especially. Um, so how do you like approach it whenever you encounter a client? And like to make the to make the shoot worthwhile and, and to visually get where you want to go and like get in a sense of where they want to go. So uh, you sent me pictures of this client, right? Right. Yeah. And so 
Uh, well, he showed, yeah, he sent me pictures of this client and then I went on her Instagram and then I sent him like two long messages explaining like what I thought we could do, the ideas behind it, why I thought that way. And then he's like, bro, are you in love with her? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm just very attentive to like, to like, I, I don't know if I, I can't necessarily say that I have a specific style, but I have some sort of gimmicky things that looks good, you know, like if you, if you go on my Instagram, TGH photo, um, with dots in between TGH and photo, um, you'll see one with lace. Mm-hmm. I've done stuff with the, um, fairy lights, stuff with reflections and mirrors. I've done stuff with all sorts of different lights in all sorts of different places. My studio used to be, lights off of a monitor and a computer oh yeah like that's so i get there's different feel to different things you know yeah so uh i guess first of all what you got to do is test stuff out right just see what works for you what you like dealing with i hate now dealing with the um monitor and the computer so now i'm asking you for your lights (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that's why i keep bugging you about it yeah uh and hopefully someday soon I'll be able to get my own pair so then I won't have to bug you about it. No, um, you could use them, buddy. But Oh, thanks, but Thanks, pal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that that's, I guess, step one. Figure out what works for you, what you like working with. Try other things that other photographers, other photo producers have also done. Um, and then implement that into your, not copy, not being a copycat and doing the exact same thing that they did, but you know, try different colors, different this, that, the other. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Number two is sort of look, um, look at the, at the person's face and see just in your own mind, would this look good on them? Like Mm. we tried the, the big, uh, aviator glasses on your wife and she's like, no, I don't think my face looks that good. Right. I think feedback from your model is a big thing. If they don't think that they're, face looks good with something then don't use it because uh, first of all you're trying to make yourself look good but you're also trying to make your model look good that's yeah. sort of like the whole point of it all yeah exactly um and then three i think is try and take the message that they want to perceive or they want to get across and find something that'll um show that either you know subconsciously or whatever like using what's the word i'm looking for when you put two things together uh compositing no like putting two things side by side oh uh juxtaposing oh okay yeah when you if you're like juxtaposing what they who they are versus their message you know what i'm saying sure so like there was this one girl that i uh went to go do a shoot with uh she told me i had one vision in my mind of what i wanted her to wear mm-hmm. um and then she came in something completely different and i'm just like great that's <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay i don't know like typically when i have a shoot with a model i say bring at least two like bring at least one change of clothes something that'll be easy to take off and put back on um <laughs> right and something that you probably won't have to like 
go to the bathroom for. So if they have like a sweater, a really nice sweater, and then something underneath, they just take the sweater off, boom, another outfit. Right. It looks like two different shoots, but it's all in one day. Yeah. I think that's that's a big key. So when we do that photo shoot with that that girl, we're going to have to, I mean, we're going to be here or... Well, we, we, we're going to probably do two different locations. So Okay. Well, I mean, are we going to do like the indoors here or at her house? Um, well, they're both going to be outdoors, actually. I'm oh. thinking, well, kind of outdoors. So I was thinking we could do something just juxtaposition-wise. She Her whole thing is she wants, well, my, my concept that I kind of uh, gave her was, you know, using contrast to exude the message she had mm-hmm. so contrasting nature with a certain type of outfit and then contrasting a more urban kind of setting with a certain type of outfit and certain type of props and whatnot um so yeah okay. i mean but yeah so so obviously lighting might be a challenge assuming if the days are if the day is kind of like shitty yeah cloudy or whatever i don't know raining um we'll have next to, sunday it's supposed to be raining yeah uh, but we'll see how that goes through if anything we could just stick to headshots but sure. that's that's something to discuss later on. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I mean, going to what yeah, you're so saying, like, yeah, finding yeah. something, finding a good place for her to change. I went uh, to a piano store with my friend. Yeah, we had gone all the way downtown, uh, which is like three miles, and it was sort of cold out. I don't okay. want her to be freezing all the way, right? So first of all, I drove. Okay. Um, and then we had to walk to the piano store. So she came in a whole different outfit than what I shot her in. Sure. Um, she actually changed into a whole dress with like different types of shoes and sort of did her hair a little bit different. Um, but there was like, there was a, ba- a bathroom there that she could easily change into. Nice. Ch- or change. So like she could have even brought a different uh, outfit and we could have had like the same shoot, same day probably even the same location different clothes looks like two different shoots nice nice um yeah i mean so there's definitely a lot of planning that i i mean yeah i i've kind of had an idea that that's that was the case but now that i'm involved with it just kind of setting something up like this on my own i'm not gonna be the one you know shooting it obviously you'll be the one shooting it, but just kind of setting things up and plan of planning it in advance and you're, i'm gonna be documenting it so yeah. it's same same type of planning is gonna be involved and then it's also like what do i need to think about uh in order to plan properly yeah 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 i mean um, and, and it's it's crazy because uh i mean uh when you look at it from just art in general it it's the the ins and outs that you see a final image and you don't realize how much planning was you know goes into it like oh definitely like even just like the lighting stuff like i i remember when i first started to get into you know buying or, or investing in you know photography and videography stuff and lighting equipment like the the just a, a very subtle light can change the mood of an image mm-hmm. and it's like uh when you don't have control of your lighting sources especially that's when you have to rely on the planning and then the expertise of um based off your ex- own experimentation and stuff so that's like the fact that you were able to achieve those dope images you have on your instagram just with a laptop and what was it that's just some other light or whatever it was uh my laptop plugged into a monitor using an hdmi oh yeah yeah and yeah if i just wanted like white i just googled white on google mm-hmm. images and then just dragged that <laughs> to my desktop made a full screen <laughs> right and then uh 
yeah, it just mirrored the computer and bam, I had a white light. Yeah, but it's like you, 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 by experimenting that, you know, you, you went as far as experimenting with it. And so you have an idea of like what to expect with yeah. certain type of lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's just like that stuff I got to kind of learn. Uh, so that's cool that uh, uh, like that, that all of that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and another thing is uh, uh, <clears throat> when it comes to like the, the photography stuff, like how do you how do you go about um like setting up your your camera like uh, like i guess that's another aspect that i i haven't really gotten into like, like in terms of the settings and all that or yeah i mean like do you do you i mean does your camera have dual sd slots or like like do you yeah, are have, concerned about that at all or? i mean i it has dual sd card slots but i only use one because the other one is xqd i don't have an xqd card so because they're expensive and uh i just haven't gone around to get one yet i have to pretty much right. save up for one so uh like that's that's sort of an issue i kind of wish they made an adapter that'll go from xqd to sd but that's an entirely different podcast, an entirely different story. So yeah. I guess we won't get into that. But um, I mean, in terms of S, uh, SD cards, I just make sure that I have the fastest one available. Sure. Or as fast as I can afford. Um, because if I have a slow one and I'm doing a burst of shots, then eventually I'll like run out of buffer. And then we'll have to sit there and wait for it to clear. And there have been times where I've had a slow SD card. And I'm like, hold on, my SD card is slow. And then we'll just sit there like, oh, hey, how you doing? Super awkward. Right. <laughs> and it's like, what do I do? What do I say? I mean, I can just talk to them, get them more in the mood. But sure. I mean, I'd, we would rather be using our time wisely and shooting the whole time instead of having to wait for a memory card to buffer. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's I guess that's one thing to think about. And then <clears throat> in terms of like settings, ISO, shutter speed, uh, I think I told you this before, and this kind of goes back to the basics. Uh, is when you have uh, a lens, you have to take that uh, focal distance and multiply it by two. Mm-hmm. So if you're shooting at an 85, then you need at least 160th of a shutter speed. And that's sort of how you would gauge it. I would actually typically like to go faster than that. So not 160th, but like 1 200th, 1 320th of a second, just to capture the motion because I'm a very shaky person. That person, and I know that I I move forward and back a lot mm-hmm. uh, without even realizing, um, just by the way that uh, I breathe and the way that my like heart pumps. Like it's the very slightest amount, but that's when you're at a very wide aperture. Like that's because I shoot wide open all the time. Yeah, I paid for that, so I might as well. Yeah. You know, um, I do step down just a little bit just to get a little bit more of the. Um, eyelashes in focus mm. um yeah, and yeah i find that it's just a little bit sharper um so i mean might as well um but i still want to freeze that motion so um unless i wanted to show motion you know i typically shoot at that one three twentieth, and even that's pretty slow for fast moving subjects anyways yeah so around there is sort of my like sweet spot um and then the iso just depends upon you know, the conditions outside. So if, or inside, 
if it was a bright sunny day i'd probably be at 64 and that shutter speed will be super quick like one four thousandth of a second it's overkill but it's sort of necessary to stop down to that to what is necessary you know yeah um but if i'm inside using your lights i'd somewhere i'd for my iso i'd probably be around 160 is uh 160 iso to like 400 or something like that i won't even probably push it that far because uh, most of the time i could just recover whatever is left in post uh, sure but i just i just don't want to go over one stop or two stops or whatever yeah um because then it's harder to recover not that you know it's impossible but yeah so th- i mean that's just sort of the way that i think about it okay yeah in terms of that generally speaking i guess like i mean it obviously we got really technical there but yeah um generally speaking i mean obviously we we make the case we or we've made the case before in a podcast that just you know just do the art or whatever and like even with the laptop and the monitor like that's one a good hack at getting good lighting but there could be a case made about like even though technology has gotten better like you still want reliable gear especially if you're going to try to get into like the professional side of things right like, definitely like what's your thought on um like maybe because like i know that I, i've had or i have a a Canon three T three I. That's kind of where I learned the basics a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the most reliable camera. It's obviously quality is not as good as uh, a full frame camera like that, like the one I have now. Yeah. Um, but like, like for the person who shot my wedding used a T three I, and it looked pretty decent. Uh huh. So it's like, like it's, it has technology caught up in general enough where we could use like a lower end camera and still kind of rely on it or. Oh, Definitely, definitely. I started off with a Nikon D5300, and, I mean, it was reliable. It worked. It wasn't the fastest at focusing, but, I mean, it did the job. I could probably do some sports with it. Um, It was a very versatile camera, and if you're looking for a camera that's, you know, and you're a first-time buyer and you just want to see how this will go, uh, 24 megapixels, D5300, look it up you it will not disappoint and you don't even need the fastest card with that uh i would suggest something from micro center honest honestly the micro center brand itself because they're super cheap you get a good amount of storage on one sd card um and then that'll get you like a super super long way sure Uh, you just it's all about glass and that's something that every photographer will tell you it's all about glass if you have a fast aperture that's what matters the most Mm -hmm. uh my first lens that i bought that didn't come with the kit was an 85 Mm -hmm. it was either the so i bought that actually for my birthday and it was supposed to be 85 or an apple watch Mm. i bought the apple watch was like "Mm, don't really like it returned it got the 85 (laughs) have not looked back and do not regret it at all like to this day i still haven't bought an apple watch um but I would love if if I could, I would probably buy another eighty five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need it, but I, I would buy it again. Like that's how that's how worth it it is to just buy a, a fast aperture lens. That's why I stick to primes mostly. Right. Uh, just because they're they're cheap for the aperture you get, and because uh, a fast zoom will cost you two grand, whereas like. A, a fast aperture prime will get you just as good quality for a quarter of the price 
For sure. Yeah. Uh, so it's all about it's all about glass. It's not it's not not even about the camera anymore. Um, I know back in the day, you know, you would have to worry about like which camera you would get because some would have like an anti-aliasing filter and some of the images would be sharp because of that. And it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to deal with all that, un, you know, sharpness. And then the glass wasn't even that great either, even if it was a prime, uh, especially when they were transitioning from film over to digital. It was sort of like a weird era. Yeah. But now that it's all digital everywhere, you can buy something from like five, six, seven years ago, maybe even a decade ago, and it, sh- it would still be good. It would still be up to the speed, not necessarily like, I won't say that my D5300 is neck and neck with my D850, but I could still get good results. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the point there is like, you know, um, it's about the, the, like you said, the glass is the most important thing, but I mean, ultimately it falls upon your skill set. Yeah. uh, But isn't it funny, like how, like not, you know, with that in mind, how pretentious like the the photography community uh, at least what i've noticed is like it gets really pretentious at times like people will bicker about there not being a dual sd card yeah. feature in some cameras and it's like and then and then they would have the audacity to say oh that's not professional but it's <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> you could get just as professional looking shots uh with a uh, starter camera that's worth like 300 dollars and it only has one sd card slot so is it really about the SD card slot or is it about the look of the image? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and I, I guess that's, it's like a general thing. It's uh, with, with art, it's in, in general, there's going to be a level of pretentiousness in, in any kind of field. Like um, when it comes to, to like music production, uh, if you don't have a, a, a Neumann microphone, that's like a, a few, like six grand, let's say. Um, a, a Neumann condenser microphone that's from Germany or wherever the fuck they make it. You're 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 in you know, or or, or a uh, the U eighty seven microphone which is like this, like one of those old vintage microphones that's as big as your head. That hey, you have to have like a, a weighted uh, stand to to hold it up because it's like so heavy. Like oh, sh- for real. Yeah, and, and and I think the microphone like if you get the. The old, the, the 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 brand I initially made is called the Tele Telefunken, uh-huh. and if you get that microphone, it's like sixty grand, or I might be over exaggerating, but it's like a, it's an expensive mic. They make they make uh, new versions of it, which are expensive as well. They're nowhere near sixty grand, but it's like yeah. I know Adele uses those type of microphones a lot, and I, you hear it in the tone and stuff. But my point is like even then, the the degree of separation from a tone off of a mic like that and a decent uh, non two thousand dollar microphone, even a thousand dollar microphone, isn't too too much. Where, like, y- you know, isn't have a noticeable difference in quality. And uh, but there is a, a level of pretentiousness in the industry, not as much as before, but th- there certainly is. Where like, if you don't have that type of equipment, an artist won't take you seriously, or a label won't take you seriously, because right yeah it's just optics i guess but yeah yeah it's just funny i mean i think uh sort of goes back to our conversation from last week (laughs) 
we've sort of been trying we're, to like we're gonna rehash it we've been trying to like sort of we, we've been trying to not do that rehash our to- topic of conversation <laughs> last week but we just inadvertently did yeah because uh, we were talking about ipads and how we can make a mo- uh you know music from that oh yeah, yeah and how i'm able to you know have pretty good quality sounding stuff with just garage band and a 45 dollar piano that I bought on OfferUp because a rich, uh, you know, Asian person, Asian lady, didn't want it anymore because she was trying to learn the piano, and was like, "Yeah, I'm done," and I'm like, "I'll take it." <laughs> she's just like, "Yeah, I just want forty five dollars." I'm like, "Cool," and that's it. Like, that's the story. And then she have like food in it or something. Yeah, like, something. she had like gross food that I have to like clean off. I think there's still some in there that I miss, but so soup wontons in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's it no longer smells, which is a good thing. It smelled for like a week. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's not good that it smelled, but it's good that I got. The so smell you got rid of the yeah. smell. You were an effective smell killer. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. Jesus, what the fuck was I going to say? Have you ever been axe throwing? Axe throwing? No. No? I went this past week. <laughs> Where at? Uh, there's this, uh, there's two. There's one uh, in the West Loop and one in Lakeview uh, in Chicago. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's, oh, wow. it's called Bad Axes. Okay. Uh, which is like a play on words. But it's it's really fun, actually. We should go sometime. Yeah, we should. I saw a video actually today where this girl did like a two-handed overhead axe throw. Yeah, I did that. They and teach you how to throw axes there. They're like, oh, yeah, this is what you do. You got to make sure this, that, and the other. And then they'll coach you while you're throwing it. You're like, oh, they're, you're flinging your wrist too much. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> well, the girl, I guess she flung her wrist too much and it had too much like rotation and yeah. bounced off the floor off the wall and it almost took her head off well she signed a waiver <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah you have to sign a waiver before you throw the axe <laughs> imagine getting stuck in the face of the axe that you threw yourself at. yeah there was there was a quite a number of accidents like that that almost happened oh and, shit. like axes just fly right back and the whole time i was just like they signed a waiver like <laughs> <laughs> if they die that's on them <laughs> yeah no that'd be cool and like we could uh do they allow filming in there? Um, I don't see why not. I did ask the guy, like, oh, hey, do you got Because he was like, oh, guys, if you want to sign up, we have a league going uh, on. Uh, wait, an axe throwing an league? An axe throwing. It's like bowling, but with axes. Like, what do you throw it at, though? Just a, You throw it at, like, a big bullseye? dartboard. Right. Yeah, bullseye. Um, and he's like, yeah, we got a league going on. I was like, oh, hey, do you have a photographer for that league? And he's like, oh, I'm a... I'm actually a photographer. I was like, oh, great. It's like a nice try, buddy. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, he's like, but, you know, there's this other place that I used to photograph for. So if you have, like, your card on you, which it was the only time I didn't have my card on me because I figured Son people don't really use cards anymore. Bitch. Um, then I can, like, hook you up with another place. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can give you my phone number. He's like, actually... I don't have my Instagram, but if you give me yours, I'll figure out a way. So he hasn't gotten back to me. I don't know if he ever will, but it was worth the shot. You should shoot him a DM as a hot chick on a fake profile. Yeah, I just don't know what his Instagram is. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Well, that's funny. 
So he went from being a photographer for an axe throwing place to the owner of one? I don't... That, that's, uh, I just realized that doesn't make sense to me. How can you... Okay, it's the 21st century. How can you be a photographer <laughs> without an Instagram? Right, yeah. I mean, to some extent, like, if you work already for natu- National Geographic, you don't really need it, right? Cause right. Because you're probably too busy traveling around the world and photographing stuff that you don't have time for Instagram, which I've heard that's the case for some people. But like if you're up and coming or you have a second job or whatever, you should probably have an Instagram for your photos. Definitely. Like, Just to at least like test some out because it's a good gauge for what you should put on your pro or uh, portfolio. Or at the very least, like an Instagram for the axe drawing business. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's I weird. Should, I should look them up, see if they... Battle axes, you, you said it's called? Uh, bad axes. Bad axes? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a plain word for bad asses, you know? Oh, okay. I, if you didn't pick that up. I kind of did. Did you throw it at a dartboard like an axe? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> did you remember what you were going to talk about? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think about it the whole time. Uh, I was trying to stop for you. Uh, f- oh, so we're kind of far into it, but I did want to touch base on one thing. Like when it, when to call it quits on certain things. Um, like for example, I was playing with a band, and I was committed to it. Are you no longer doing that? No. Oh, okay. So um, this is where the story comes from. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so what, what was going on is, you know, I, we show up, you know, we have rehearsals and stuff for gigs and stuff, but then you have people calling off from the band and I've been doing this for a few years, not to blow smoke out my ass, but, um, I, I kind of know where, how, how this shit goes where like once people have those bad habits, yeah, it's kind of, those are kind of hard to shake in any kind of music scenario or any art scenario. It's like you either have the discipline or you don't. And, um, so I made the decision that, you know, I don't want to be part of that band because, uh, it's it just, um, when you're investing your time into something, cause it's, you're not, you're not getting paid for it. So you're, you're investing your time in hopes of something coming out of it. Um, and people don't take things as seriously as you do as fun as something might be mm-hmm. sometimes you got to just you know uh outweigh you know weigh the fun versus the, the actual long-term benefit and that's kind of how i had to think through the process and, and i ended up deciding to not move forward with them anymore and uh yeah um yeah so i guess like I wonder, like, have you, have you ever had an experience like that where you had to kind of... All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and this goes all the way back to the first episode with all the those models that just keep on rescheduling for next week. Right. The, all those are, like, mini, like, things that I have to just stop worrying about. My friends, my other photographer friends who were like, oh, yeah, this was so much fun. We should totally do this next time. And then every time I hit them up, oh, I'm working. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm Okay, I understand right. that you're working, but, like, let's plan something ahead of time. Let's. I know we're both busy people. Let's try and get something, a date, something. I can call off if you need me to call off. If you don't need me to call off, that's cool, but, like, our schedules are opposite, you know? Right. So let's 
to try and get something. After a while, I realized they probably don't want anything to do with me anymore. No matter how fun, how much fun we had, it was like, I don't want to keep trying to like appease these people. Yeah, they're my friends. And yeah, I, I, I like love them as my friends, but it's not worth it if they're not going to give you the time of day. And not just that, like if you have a certain idea of or, or uh, aim for your personal goals and, you know, the, the circumstances don't align with that, you just got to, I think we're, it might be another rehash, but you got to kind of be selfish in certain instances, like to be able to say, um, you know, I'm sorry, dude, you know, I really, uh, I really like your shit. I want to support, but um, I have to kind of focus on my personal goals. Um, and it's not even just with the band. I've had experiences like this with family, mm-hmm. um, with friends and stuff like that. Uh, you know, taking self ownership and being a little bit, a little bit selfish to, to kind of claim your, or stand your ground and, and yeah. that sort of thing. I was actually going to do that to you today, Loki, uh, because I really needed to clean my room. Oh, damn. And I was going to be like, oh, hey, let's not do the podcast today. Let's do it like, next fuck week. Fuck you. Yeah. But I was like, no, let's let's <laughs> keep on doing this because we're actually, I, I, don't, I don't know, I have fun doing this. And I think since we're both like very committed to this, we're it's going to be going for a long time. So yeah, I mean, we, might as bu- we might as well build the habit now. And even like, let's say we, we do it, we don't do it in the same space. Yeah. Um, I think by having a few shows under our belt, you know, and both of us seeing kind of what we've had to commit to get them done, um, it just kind of makes it a little bit easier to say, all right, well, you know, we might not be in the same area, but let's let's hop on and, you know, I don't call or some shit and, yeah. and knock it out. We'll use Discord or something. Yeah. Or um, Windows Movie Maker. Uh, but yeah, I mean... <laughs> With- Skype. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh I think I think we've covered a good amount of ground today. Yeah. Um and I'll let you go so you can clean your room and stuff. And um Are you gonna hang up? Should I hang up? Huh? I'm joking, like we're on <laughs> like we're on the call. phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um yeah, no, so yeah, no, you hang up. No, yeah. No you, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you more. <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah, no, I hate it too. Um, yeah, so I appreciate <laughs> you guys listening to our <laughs> our, our two plus two plus podcast. podcast. Uh, follow us at two plus media on Instagram. Follow me at tgh photo on Instagram. Follow me at i a m b e or no 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 i a m o n e b e a t s on Instagram. On Instagram. And uh, we'll see you guys next weekend. We'll see you next weekend, eh? And uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Bloody a rot, mate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.